We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Favorite non-burger fast food Sammy, 651-641-1071. Is it the Arby's Diablo Dare? Probably not because that's just a new thing, but maybe it's the Burger King Chicken Sammy. 651-641-1071. We're just talking non-burger fast food sandwiches here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. This beautiful Friday, so full of sun and warmth and hotness. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. And uh, give us a jingle, jingle, jingle. Join the conversation. And Colleen, perhaps, perchance, you are wondering why we are asking this question. Why, Bradley, are we asking this question? Well, thanks for asking. It's because I did see the story about the Arby's Diablo Dare sandwich. And um, it just reminded me of two things. Usually, I feel like the chicken sandwich is the better alternative to most fast food burgers. It's fine. It's just my strongly held opinion, and I know it's probably contrary to a lot of people's. But this particular one is not one you would find in my mouth anytime soon, and it's probably not that hard to figure out why. Well, because it's dare food. (laughs) Yeah, like, don't dare me to eat something that is super, super spicy, because I feel like all you want me to do is be miserable as a result, right? And I don't want to pay for misery. So, do you want to hear what... I like my misery for free. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Um, Arby's has released this new limited-time-only item called the Diablo Dare Sandwich. It's not just, like, one layer of spice. There are five layers of spice on this thing. Would you like to hear about them? Yes, but no. You're like, no, but yes. Um... I've heartburn already. I know, honestly. So, the first layer of spice on the Diablo doo-doo... Dare, excuse me, is uh, Diablo barbecue sauce, which contains not one, not two, not three, but four chili peppers. It is a barbecue sauce containing habanero, cayenne, chili, and chipotle pepper. No, thank you. One, maybe one, but certainly not all four. And that's, that's one of five layers. The next layer, really quickly, is fiery seasoning. Didn't we get that in the barbecue sauce? Oh, no. Because now we have three different layers of pepper spe- uh, speciness in the fiery seasoning. Mm-mm. Then there's ghost pepper jack cheese, which has one, not one, not two, but three different hot peppers in it. Are you no. keeping track of how many peppers this is? I, so far, I think we're at like nine, eight or nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We are up to ten, ten. Okay. pepper experiences, and we're only three layers in. Then, a whole layer of fire-roasted jalapenos. It's eleven. And, last but not least, the Diablo bun. Or as I like to call them, devil's buns. 
uh, which is just apparently a red... Oh, you're going to have devil's buns. <laughs> you are going to have devil's hole. Uh, Diablo buns, which are just a red bun, apparently, with chipotle pepper flakes. So I shan't be eating this devil's experience. And something tells okay. me you're not into it either. Didn't... Doesn't... It, okay, I just have a, the stupidest question. Please. But does it didn't it doesn't it come with like a free shake no well th- i don't know maybe they're offering that but in the description of this sandwich it doesn't say anything about a shake okay so i remember reading that you got it with a free shake and what i was thinking is it does i bet oh, that there it? are idiot is it cheaper than the shake because really you know all you want is the shake so just get the shake and don't waste food. Well, yeah otherwise you're gonna get the shakes from all that hot You're pepper. You're going to get the something else. <laughs> something going to shake loose. Well, okay. sometimes that's a helpful situation. So, yeah, it does come with a 12-ounce vanilla milkshake for free as a part of the Diablo Dare. And the Diablo Dare is going to set you about six bucks. No. I, and what I, do you get if you take the dare? Do you get like a free t-shirt you or you free just milkshake. get the dumb milkshake? No. Yeah. No. I am no. not. That's like going, I'm going to light something. your I'm going to light your face on fire and give you a free hose. What? Yeah, but why would it's I do not that? your face they're setting on fire? Okay. Exactly. But like do, my point is like right. I'm not paying for you to make me miserable. Right. Like what yeah. world and do we live f- in? Free milkshake. Where like you show up and they're like I'm going to hit you and mm-hmm. then you're going to give me well you're first you're going to pay me and then I'm going to hit you and then I and then I don't then know I'll I'm going to give you a nice pack. You? Yeah. Right? Like what? <laughs> So what I'm hearing is that you guys don't want to try this for Cheat Day Friday. No! No. Do we have anyone, Holly, before um, we continue to uh, tell Arby's what's what? Do we have anyone who uh, would like to answer the question what their favorite non-burger Sammy is? Yeah, Jessica's here. Oh, good. Jessica, you've been patiently waiting, honey. Jessica, what's your favorite non-burger Sammy? I like the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Ooh, tell us about that. Well, she's got the perfect amount of spice. And it's not. Is it? It's it's just a like a chicken breast, a breaded chicken breast. I think you. I don't know if they have the spicy without the breaded, but and then it's just mayo, lettuce, like one big leaf of lettuce, and then tomato. All the Wendy's fixins. And it's yeah, but the I don't know what spice they use, but it's I like spicy, but not super spicy. Yeah. And it's just for me, it's perfect. Perfect. Well, thanks for sharing the Wendy Spicy Chicken, a juicy chicken breast marinated and breaded in our unique fiery blend of peppers. I will say I, too, like a hint of spice, but at the point that my tongue is on fire and I can't taste anything else, I don't know about you, Colleen, but it's not my... that I don't find that to be pleasurable in the least. I don't mind spice, but if something has spicy in the title, I'm not ordering it. Oh, really? You're just like yeah, I'm because out. that tells that's there's like intention to the spice, and I'm not interested. <laughs> Although, in that. can I just say, wait, no, it was the fact that didn't you guys try like spicy chicken McNuggets that they actually just oh. delivered the wrong ones? No, no, we did try spicy nuggets. We thought they delivered the wrong ones, and then we found out. That they were the right ones. Oh, and they just were that. That's just how mild. crappy they were. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they it were was like terrible. You look, you examine the chicken nugget up close, and you could tell that it was quote unquote spicy because it had a pepper fleck on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, to your point, so though, it was like I Norwegian would, spice. I would never have ordered spicy nuggets to begin with. Like if Jamie ordered them, I might have one to try. But I like again. I just like I like chicken. 
Right. I want chicken. Well, that's the thing. It's like... I don't... Okay. <laughs> I have opinions about spice, and they're not... It's not... I'll well, tell you Is what somebody telling you you can't spice, tell us about spice? What's well, going no, on? Well, no, I just didn't want to take us off into another uh, dimension. It's Friday. It's okay. My opinion on spice is spice is a cover for crappy food. Ooh, okay. <laughs> like, okay. What? Hot take. It spicy. Is, like, if you, Colleen, if you spicy. Have to, if you have to advertise your spice, it means what's under it is subpar. Okay. All right. Because if you're going, then then you just like spice, and it doesn't matter. It could be on a a hot dog, and you wouldn't care. You know what I mean? Like if if you're just like, ooh, it's spicy. Like then who even cares what the rest of it is? Well, I will say, and I I think um, to your point, like I I don't like spice because to me a li- the littlest bit of spice usually, or I should say spice beyond a certain level, and everybody's tolerance is different, but above a certain heat level. You, all the other flavors are dulled out, which then yeah. seems to like moot the whole point, except for those people who are genetically modified somehow to like, we're not modified because I don't think they changed. I think they just came out the womb this way, thinking that like spice, like it gave them some sort of endorphin rush or dopamine, you know, flourish. Because it's just bizarre to me how much spice Jamie loves to put on food that I will then taste, and I'm like, I don't, I don't taste anything. It just tastes right. like fire. Right. That's it. I like a little kick. I like a little zip. Yeah. But if it's spicy and if it's advertising the spice, I'm like, oh, you're not confident in your cooking because <laughs> you're just trying to Send mask your it for to me. I'm ser- I'm sorry, and maybe like. That is my experience. Yeah. It's I, not everybody's. And I, I understand um, that there are some people for whom the spice is an ex- is an interesting journey. I, uh, it's not interesting for me. I will usually, I poo-poo my partner when he dumps spice on things before tasting it. Because I'm like, how do you even know what, like, I, I cooked this. Could you at least yeah. just taste it once before you destroy everything that I did? Right? Because I feel like you dump hot sauce on it. And it becomes an entirely different thing. And he'll say, like, oh, I love this. And I'm like, yeah, because you put your hot sauce on it. Well, then, yeah, then it's like, then you're just going for texture and hot sauce. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Holly, do we have anyone else on the phone? No, we got to go. Okay, we got to go. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, you know what we got to go do? Eat some food. It is cheat day. And trust me, this ain't spicy. It's real sweet, and we'll tell you what it is when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. And that means something very tasty. We hope it's time for another cheat day! Dirty, rotten cheetah! Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. All right, in today's Cheat Day Friday experience, where we taste test uh, yummy bits and pieces, hopefully, comes courtesy of Colleen. And Colleen, what do you have for us today? I brought us um, popcorn M&M's. Yes. Okay. Popcorn M&M's. We all have our very own bag. If you want to describe for us, because I don't, we have, are these new? Uh, they must be. I've never seen them I don't them think before. I've ever seen them before. Um, they are, I don't know. I, I don't even know where one would get the idea to do popcorn M&M's. Um... Yeah, but they are 
popcorn flavored milk chocolate with a crisp rice center. Oh, so these are kind of like hint. These kind of remind me of like uh, pretzel M&M's. Yeah, they look like them, but I don't know. Have you opened up your bag yet? No. Do they smell like popcorn? Oh, my gosh. It's bonkers. I don't want to open it. Like, I'm always afraid of. What are you afraid of? Like popping the bag and it goes flying everywhere. Um. Oh yeah, it does. It, it Smell, smells it's like, like it's very popcorny, like milk chocolate popcorn. Frankly, mm-hmm. okay. Which, I don't know. Do people like mix up their popcorn with uh with M and M's? Oh, of course, absolutely, one hundred percent. I used to all the time. Where they got the idea for this? So um, I'm showing these to the camera for the listener. You can't see them, but they are different colors. Uh, looks like um, black, white, and yellow. Yep. They all seem to be one of three colors. Or is there like a blue? No, that's chocolate. I'm kind of colorblind, so. No, there's just like, and yeah, they, there's the three colors. I'm now dropping them, but they kind of look smaller than, say, like a peanut M&M, but bigger than well, like a regular M&M. They're chunky shaped. They're yeah. weird. So, And then and th- the thing that makes them smell so popcorn-y is the, uh, it's like a buttery smell. Well, can I so also I'm just... Curious point out yeah. um it's funny to me that these are popcorn m&ms but they're crispy rice center so mm-hmm. one imagines there's no actual popcorn in here right yeah which is no, funny it doesn't i was actually just looking at the <laughs> ingredients no and it does not look as though there are it's popcorn there smell popcorn. all right yeah. so or tasty uh hopefully there's some flavor did have you tried these yet i have not okay are you would you like me to please pop one in my mouth? put some in your mouth and tell us what you think what is your opinion of the um, popcorn okay. M&M's? So, you know, sometimes you get part of the taste sensation from the smell. That's what this is. These are just... Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Wait for the it. Back Wait end, for it. There's a definitely an experience on the back end. Oh, but I don't know like that a I would popcorn, popcorn experience. I don't know that I would call it popcorn. I'm gonna put it's some like in my a, mouth while you talk. Okay, so as you're chewing it, you're gonna notice on the front end it just tastes like um like a rice rice centered M and M. But then just give it a minute. Don't put another one in your mouth. Just like give it a minute on the back end, and tell me what you get, because. It's weird. Do you taste it? I don't it? know that I'm... Ge- oh, yeah. Yeah. You have to wait. Like, it takes a minute, and then it hits you, and it's like... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I don't know, maybe it's a almost like Colonel. Bernie? Yeah, it's like Bernie Bernie Colonel. Bernie Colonel. Yeah, you know how weird. like when you're at the bottom of a bag of microwave popcorn? Yeah, that's And you get those crunchy like. old maids. Yeah. Holly? It's like an essence. Yeah, it's like a it's like a kernelly essence. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a backdoor popcorn. No, it is a backdoor not, popcorn. We're not doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the, it, it smells like popcorn. Backdoor kernel. But unfortunately, it's it kind of takes the joy away from having the simultaneous popcorn and M&M experience. It's like I'd rather just have a handful of popcorn and a handful of M&Ms. Can I will I will say like to your point sure yeah it's it's I would love to have that as well. However, I wouldn't be sad if you gave me popcorn and these. Right? Like right. if you mix these two together. It would enhance the experience. Yeah. I do like the crispy flavor. Like yeah. I do like the crispy situation. But you're absolutely right um, on the back end, which I don't understand the point of that. Like, well, you know what? Who's going to go? You know like what I really that? am craving right now is burnt kernels. Yum! And you know what I don't like about it? What, what I don't like about it is it's um, it's confusing to me in the sense that like when you read the ingredients, it doesn't tell you where you're getting that from. Other than so like you're the like natural flavors. Yeah, and you're like, how did they make that? Mm-hmm. Somebody know, in a test tube. Them. That's what I'm saying. Somebody in a test tube was like, "This tastes vaguely of burnt popcorn kernels. Mm-hmm. Let's put that in, an, in a crispy rice M and M." Right. They'll just fly off the shelves. But that said, like most M M&M and M products, I will eat the whole bag. Mm-hmm. Like no, it's no an problem. Experience. It's yeah. definitely an experience. But and and here's here's what I will say: that back end flavor is not offensive. I don't love it. But no, I don't, it's it's not offensive. It's super subtle. It's oddly not artificial either. Like it doesn't taste yeah. super chemically. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. What do we Let's give this? Let's go around the horn. I'm going to give it a two point five. Two point five. Wow. I will actually. I'll just give it a two point five as well. Uh, Holly. I'll give it a nice three. All right. Three. Those are your popcorn M&Ms. Thank you, Colleen. And when we come back from cheat day to D-bag, celebrities behaving badly. We'll tell you all about them when we return right here on My Talk 1071. The Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything. Oh, we got an app too. Have you downloaded our app wherever you get your apps? The My Talk app is full of yummy audio for you to listen to, podcasted episodes of your favorite my talk shows and of course we've got our own original content colleen and i have a podcast multiple seasons thank you very much called go deep in the shallow i'm bradley trainer that's colleen lindstrom Hello. and now it's time for us to get to celebrities beha- behaving badly. behaving badly. we call them d-bugs presenting lord and lady douchebag of the day Oh, thanks for asking. My D-bag today is none other than Us Magazine and also Katie Holmes, Mm. but I like to combine the two. 
Why? Because Katie Holmes once said this caviar conditioner feels like cashmere. What? <sighs> Katie Holmes once said this caviar conditioner feels like cashmere. Does that sound like a delightful tabloid story for you? It just actually really sounds incredibly douchey, but Well, whatever. I don't think you're supposed to douchey with this <laughs> product. A burn. Yeah, please, but just don't do that in general unless you've talked no. to a doctor. It's a self-cleaning oven. I don't am not worry about it. A, a lady doctor, uh, so I'm not going to give advice, but I just don't think you should do that. Anyway, okay. Um, what I'm talking about, of course, is this is like straight up SponCon. So our good friends at Us would like you to also know Us Weekly. Even though their URL is Us Magazine, which I just, I can't understand what that's all about. Don't try to type in usweekly.com. Anyway, Us Weekly is doing that thing that tabloids now do, including People Magazine, etc., wherein they remind you that they have affiliate partnerships. Oh, so that's why they're talking about this product, because look, there's a link to it right in the article. And oh, our good. So you can buy your own cashmere caviar conditioner yeah it's first of all is there caviar in this what well again that's what's so douchey well yeah don't douche with caviar please uh (laughs) this particular article then proceeds to tell us about listen to this have you ever taken a nostalgic walk down memory lane through your phone's photo feed colleen Yes. It's fun to reminisce and <laughs> reminisce over uh past years, right? Especially the hits and highlights. What does this have to do with conditioner? Thank you. Keep going. From birthday parties to bachelorette weekends. But you know, lately, we can't help but notice, Colleen, that our hair used to look so much more voluminous. Oh my <laughs> Word. It's like we were a walking shampoo commercial in those no, old photos. No, but you were writing walking shampoo commercial. And back in 2014, actress and former Alterna hair care brand ambassador Katie Holmes revealed her secret to maintaining glossy manes. Oh my God. I used the caviar shampoo and conditioner set to start, said uh, the lady named... Um, Katie Holmes. And then she uses their moisture milk leave-in treatment. The Dawson's Creek alum also shared that the caviar leave-in conditioner makes brunette tresses feel like cashmere. If you want to see this product in action, oh look, click on this link. And it takes you to Amazon where you can buy this tiny little bottle of 147 milliliters, which is about... Oh god, I thought you were going to say $147. Oh. Oh, it's $32, but that's bad enough for a product that is um, in a bottle about six inches tall. So Yeah, also, you better be able to squirt that on a cracker. Oh, ew. ew. I'm just saying it has caviar in it. That's nasty. Why do I want to wash my hair with caviar? Squirt. Uh, that's nasty. I really don't think you want to. I think this is what we call, like... You know, that it, it's like everybody being obsessed with putting eggs in their hair. Like, oh, egg protein so good on your hair. I will admit that in the 90s, when people started to wash their own hair with that horse mane shampoo, I was 100% in. And Did it work? 
I mean, it, yeah, it mane like, and I don't tail. Know if it's if it's yes, if it's good enough for the horses, it was good enough also, for me. I mean, it did like make your hair real silky and thick. Who in their right mind just thought that was a great advertising push? Like, let's get people to feel like they're animals, and then right? we've got this hand cream called butter or utter balm that's going to yeah. be real good for your hooves. What? I'm not. Oh, a I cow. will tell you though, that stuff is real good for your actual udders. When stuff starts to get chapped after a baby, oh, right? it's not okay. like Thank in general. You. I don't just slather my nipples <laughs> with utter cream. Chapped nipples? I don't know. Sometimes it feels <laughs> nice to pamper yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pamper your yes. nipples? Well, um, I don't know. Perhaps the cashmere uh, caviar experience is good for your nipples, too. But in case... Um, you are uh, in the least bit interested in this product. I would just like you to know that Us Weekly is advertising it courtesy of Katie Holmes, and it's all just one big spawn con moment. And, you know, mm. they're basically not telling us, and neither is Katie Holmes. And if you're going to sell us stuff, that's fine. Just please be clear and honest and upfront and don't act like it's content. Thank you. Who's your D bag? It's Chloe Kardashian. Oh, oh, Chloe away. What's she doing today? Mm. Okay, so listen, I know that we have called out the Kardashians for this behavior in the past, but there's something extra about this. So Khloe Kardashian, you know, you know, they have that website where they sell their fashion, fashiony clothes, their used clothing, the Kardashian closets. Yeah, where they're like, here's stuff we wore. Now we're going to get rid of it and you can pay $900 for Mm. it. Well, They've had that for a long time, and like I think we've made them D-bags for that in the past. But Chloe is a particular D-bag today because she was selling her daughter's clothes on this website. Okay. That would be her three-year-old daughter, True. She was selling her clothing for prices like a $695 uh, dress. That they marked down to $556. Oh, so it's a steal. It's a huge steal. <laughs> um, little True's uh, Fendi jeans. Trash. $495. Okay. So, like, I get it. I get that you want to, like, make some money off of your children's clothes, especially at that price. But do you think they paid for these clothes in the first place? Well, I mean, I would be surprised if they didn't, or I would be surprised if they did, rather. So, right. yeah, I don't think that they probably paid for them. But even more so, it's just like, these aren't... I I, I don't know premium merchandise, because I don't buy a lot of fancy clothes, generally speaking. But I would imagine that, like, if you tried to get these on other websites, like the equivalent product, you'd be able to get it a lot cheaper if it were used. Oh, for sure. And, of course, you know... People are have opinions about the Kardashians, like who are richer than you know who, mm. trying to make a business model out of selling their old clothes. Yeah. Um, again, clothing that they probably had donated to them, right? Because it helps the designer. I mean, why don't they just fart in a jar is, like everybody else? Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> or you know, do a fair Abraham. Poo poo in a jar, like. <laughs> You don't, but this is ridiculous. It is, it is People kind of obscene. It. I'm like looking through all these things. I'm like, whoa, somebody bought a pair of sandals from Chloe for, they were $6.50 retail marked down to $4.99. Like, I just feel like you probably could have found those cheaper on like, what's that website called? The real, Mer- real Mercari or Poshmark. Yeah. Poshmark. Poshmark. Yeah. Facebook there's a few, there's a few of those. Yeah. <laughs> 
right? Yeah, I don't know. I just, it's something about it just feels real gross to me that the Kardashians keep up this Kardashian closet business. And like, they're not donating that money. I was that money say- doesn't go to like, I don't know, a women's shelter or some sort of, you know, organization that's doing good in the world. No, it goes to line their pockets. Yeah, I, so I remember about talking about this when this first came out. And it just says, these pieces have been hand-selected by each family member and are available exclusively for the public to purchase. What I would say is, I would not have any expectation as a buyer that these were at any point worn by, much less owned by a Kardashian. I could see a world in which, and I'd be curious for this New York Times in-depth piece that won't happen or podcast that would also probably not happen, but I would be utterly fascinated by, I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't some sort of like... Um, funnel to, you know, get products that they give them to put on this website that they just get commissions for. So, like, they're never touching these products. It's mm-hmm. literally just suppliers coming to them with yeah. used merchandise and putting it on their website so they can sell it at a premium and then charging people for the privilege. Like, yeah, I'm just saying, totally I, right. I would not be surprised if there wasn't some funny business here. You're so right. Especially when you, like, f- are flipping through these and they're not necessarily things that you've ever seen them in, right? Like, I can imagine people paying top dollar. People do it all the time when you buy, I don't know, Zac Efron's uh, costume from a movie, for example. You might pay more than that was worth when they first bought it, right? Because you're like, oh, Zac Efron wore that in the movie, and we've seen him wear that in a movie. But... As I'm flipping through these, I'm not, and we pay attention to the Kardashians. Like, we see them out and about all the time. I'm looking at Kim's stuff, and I I have not yet seen anything that we've for sure seen her out and about in. No Balenciaga gloves. No, which would make it more, probably worth a little bit more. Yeah, I There's just some imagine. ugly stuff, though. This is just, this is a way for them to sell some stuff with their names attached and people are like, oh, I'm getting something out of Kim Kardashian's closet. Yeah. Good luck to you, ma'am. Enjoy. Also, who's that? I don't know. That's an interesting, I bet most people are just looking for these individual designer items and then are fine paying, you know, their price for it because it's probably cheaper than you'd get it on Rodeo Drive if anybody actually goes there any longer. Can we also just add, like... If they did wear these, if she wore these, these would be tailored to Kim Kardashian's Well, nobody's butt would fit measurements. in them. That's what I'm about to try to say. It's like, yeah, you're going to read it looks like a, it fits like an extra small, but then it's going to show Let's up see. and there's going to be a lot of booty room. Kim Kardashian. Let's see. I'm just looking to see at these items. Oh my God. Also, who's wearing any of these things? Please look at the, um, like bathing suits that just look like oh yeah somebody has they're like bandages across yeah. your nibbly bits. We could just take some duct tape and yeah. go out to the lake. Yeah. Got at home. Yeah, no, I'm not wearing this. I mean, I wouldn't for several reasons, but neither would you probably. Uh, okay. Well, thanks, Kim, for a whole lot of nothing, you Kardashian liars. Oh, um, when we come back, we apparently have beefs with several people today. And Colleen has a story uh, that she is going to uh, share with us about Adele. And I know it's going to be hard for some people. We're going to have to breathe through it as a family. We'll learn about uh, why Adele is in the news when we return right here on My Talk 1071. To the very chilly Colleen and Bradley show. We're cold with sadness today. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm speechless and I'm about to get all choked up. 
mostly because I was eating a piece of toast in the break. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. And we have big, big news. No doubt you've heard that Adele at this point has decided to cancel her engagement through April in Vegas. She's going to be doing concerts pretty much every weekend. Colleen, what do we know? Um, we know that if she's going to let us down, she's going to let us down gently. <laughs> and uh, yesterday, last night, you know, I'm just like scrolling, 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 doing the thing. I get a text from my husband and he's like, so glad we didn't blow $3,000 on this. And I click on it and it's this announcement from Adele and Holly. I did not give you enough of a heads up on this, but can we access um, the announcement and play just a little bit of Adele? Um, does she use even, spicy language? Nope, she does, she does not swear. Um, we And we'll just play the very, very beginning. She is... Looking directly at the camera, she is clearly distraught. She has been crying, it appears. And she uh, says the following. Yeah, um, listen, I'm so sorry, but um, my show ain't ready. We've tried absolutely everything that we can to put it together in time and for it to be good enough for you, but we've been absolutely destroyed by delivery delays and COVID. Half my crew, half my team are down with COVID, they still are. And it's been impossible to finish the show. And I can't give you what I have right now. Um, and I'm gutted, I'm gutted, and I'm so, sorry it's so last minute. She is last minute and literally last minute because her first show was supposed to be... Today. Today. Mm-hmm. She is canceling her shows at the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace. These shows were supposed to go through April April sixteenth. Um, what do you what, what what's your first impression here? Well, my first impression when I first heard the news yesterday was this is a bummer for everybody who you know shelled out money um, and who was able to get tickets. It was a very highly sought after you know ticket. Of course, because everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of people love Adele around the world. Mm-hmm. And so you had to get those tickets through a lottery. You had to go through a huge process that was really complicated. And ultimately, you know, we, uh, my partner and I tried to get tickets. We got into the pre sale. We ended up not being able to get tickets because there was this weird thing about dynamic pricing where you, you know, would put in a price that you wanted to pay, but the prices were changing constantly. So we would have ended up paying about $1,500, literally for two tickets to see Adele and both of us were like, yeah, I'm not so sure we're going to do this. So we didn't. Um, But whatever, it wasn't about us. However, so my first reaction was that's a bummer. But as I listened to her explain why she was canceling the uh, tour and sort of the circumstances around it and the timing of it, I just got more frustrated and more, you know, bummed because Here's the thing, like when when an artist you love does something that you don't love, you are willing to cut them some slack, right? Mm-hmm. Like I imagine if uh, Taylor Swift like canceled a concert you were supposed to go to, you'd be like, I'm bummed, but it's, you know, but Taylor, I know it's hard, right? You want to give that person some grace. However, mm-hmm. even if you're a really good fan, you start to do math. And the math that I was doing as my partner and I were sitting there listening 
to a report about this cancellation thinking, um, this doesn't add up. Like, she's saying that, on the one hand, it's just not ready. The show's not ready because of COVID and supply chain issues. Well, like, the world is dealing with supply chain issues and COVID right now. So, okay, put things off a month. Right. But she didn't do that. She's putting it off not one month, not two months, not even three months, all the way through April. From January to April, she's canceling this, uh, postponing this tour or this residency. And that says to me that there's something bigger going on. Because if not, if that's not the case, then this really just was... Um, just a horrible decision on the part of Adele and the people around here. So if I'm going to cut her some slack, it's to say she there's something she's not telling us um, that forced this like ridiculously last minute decision to be made. And I hope that in the end, the people who did secure tickets are able to go. But something tells me that's not even going to happen. And mostly because like, what are you going to do? Give all the people that had tickets the chance to get tickets again in a lottery that they're going to then end up losing out the chance. Like people are going to be ticked off regardless of how this is tried to be made up to them is my point. Right. You know, if we would have continued to play and I honestly, the reason I cut it is because I couldn't remember if she does swear later in it. I just remembered the beginning part, but if we would have kept playing it, one of the next things she says in that address is, um, we've been awake for over 30 hours now trying to figure it out and we've run out of time. And I'm thinking to myself, listen, over the last, what, almost, you know, year and a half for sure, but more than a year and a half since COVID became the thing that COVID is, we've all had things get canceled. Mm-hmm. Big things. Yeah, Concerts have been canceled, you know, people have planned things and had to unplan them umpty foo times. But typically that, that judgment call is made before, like with yeah, before people are in the air slash checking into hotels, literally one woman was checking into a hotel and she looks down at her phone, you know, and she's arrived from some faraway place going, Oh, my entire trip has been canceled. And guess what? Trip insurance ain't going to cover that, honey. Sorry. Right. Right. And this is not like um, a friend at the last minute being like, sorry, I can't come to dinner. Like everything's falling apart at home. We've got sick people or whatever. This isn't this is like this is Adele canceling a concert for thousands of people who have other plans other than just the concert. So that's why I'm with you, Bradley. There's got to be something more to the story. Otherwise, at the beginning of that 30 hours that they would have been awake trying to figure out what to do, they would have made the call. Yeah. Money. Also, lots and lots of money involved Mm -hmm. in something like this that you don't just cancel at the last minute. Yeah. I mean, you have so many moving parts that are in place. And again, if it's something that temporary, then you do make up, you know, like you say, okay, everybody in February, uh, what are we in January? Everybody through the month of January is going to get screwed. But you know what? I'm going to make good and I'm going to make sure you get the first crack at tickets. In fact, here's a show if you want to make it, um, you know, we'll get you there to that show. Like you can do right by your fans in this regard but Mm -hmm. to just cancel it all that is not just it's not ready because if it was that far away from being ready if we're not four months away from it being ready Mm -hmm. why like why are you just figuring that out five minutes before it was supposed to start well and then just add in the logistics of like the space that they're using at caesar's palace you know she had that space through april now that space is going to be empty which means yeah 
money for mm-hmm. Caesar's Palace. Like there's just there's too many moving parts here to just at the end of 30 hours cut bait, especially when you know when we all know that that Adele and a microphone she didn't even need a microphone. Adele could just walk out on stage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would, wearing I would show a gunny up to her hotel sack. room and listen yes. to her sing on, on her bed. I'm fine with and that. And she would blow us all away. And yeah. so there's just, and she knows that. I'm sorry, she knows that. So, uh, you know, is there truth to the fact that there are people who probably are out because of COVID and that, you a- know, it's ripped through like it has everybody else? Yes. But it's more than that. It's another case of dumb or lying. You're either being dumb or you're lying. And I kind of feel like she's not dumb. So mm-hmm. we need to know the truth. And when we come back, we ain't getting to the truth. But we are going to find out what your favorite guilty pleasure movie is. Colleen wants to know. Give us a call. 651-641-1071. What's your guilty pleasure movie?